Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now it's time for Cordishi and Coyd. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEI. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Cordishi and Coyd on Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Scott Cordishi, Nick Coyd coming to you at an odd time on this Saturday morning. Yes, Got I know. Got to sleep in this morning. It's there, great. Nick. I know. It's great. Ready for the day. Ready to attack the day. <laughs> Maybe I can make coherent thoughts while doing the show. That's a great thing. Nick, it's, you mean you don't have coherent thoughts at 7 a.m. after nah, working at ABC well, 6 to I close mean, to midnight? Nah, you know, it's questionable, Joe. It's a question. No, honestly, there's some times where we'll do the show on Saturday morning and like a few hours afterwards, I'll be like, oh, man, I wanted to say that. Crap. Yeah. That was in my head. And then you just forget it because yeah. you're trying did, to Did the jerk store call and say they're running out of you? No. Well, I, I did uh, text Scott before the show that I was uh, I had time to make breakfast, which was nice. And um, I just turned on the TV and, of course, Comedy Central's on and. Ooh. Just pre, pre-show prep with a little Seinfeld. Nothing was, wrong uh, with pre-game Seinfeld. Which was great. Uh, it was the uh, the episode where Steinbrenner thinks George is dead. And uh, when one. Sue Ellen Mischke walks, uh, walks around town just wearing a bra. And then, uh, oh, oh, yeah. and then Kramer ch- hires Jackie Childs and that whole thing and the spoof on the OJ trial. So that was the first appearance of Jackie Childs, that episode. I believe you're right. Yeah, yeah I believe that's correct, which is great. And ironically, I, I, as I responded to Nick, so Nick w- wakes up and puts Seinfeld on. I went to bed after watching back-to-back episodes of Seinfeld. I watched the Celtics-Nuggets game, great game. And then I uh, and then I watched back-to-back Seinfeld episodes last night. We gotta look everywhere. We gotta find him. <laughs> Easy, Big Stein. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do we start this morning? By the way, we should let our listeners know. Again, we're coming to you at this you know unusual time, 10 a.m. to noon this week, as Mark and Kitchen did last week, because. During the wild card and divisional round of the playoffs, I believe uh, 103.7 has some type of NFL or paid programming that they are obligated to run, which affects our time slots. So last week we had Mark and Kitchen do this time slot, and this week they had us do this time slot. We'll be both back to our regular time slots next week. Nick and I will be on 7 to 9 a.m., Mark and Kitchen from 9 to 11. And I'll be back to making incoherent thoughts on a Saturday morning. (laughs) Very good. I will say, when you go on the air at 10 a.m., like, I got here to Brown maybe around quarter to 8 because I was setting up the radio equipment for the the basketball game, the TV stuff, and – 
like I, I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for the show to start. I'm like, all right, come yeah. on, let's go. The Ten know, o'clock, right? get here, get here. Like, yeah. whereas normally when we're on at seven a.m., I usually get here around six, and it comes pretty quick. Right. You know. So yeah. anyway, happens fast. Anyway, back to our regular time slot next week. So uh, we do have basketball. We can start there. Celtics lost what, what, what really felt like a playoff game last awesome. night. It was playoff atmosphere. You know, one hundred two to one hundred. It wasn't one forty to one thirty eight. Right. Yeah. It was. It was some defense. There was some intensity there. Nuggets snapped the Celtics' home court winning streak. They were 20-0 to start the season at TD Garden. That streak has been snapped. Uh, you know, if, if you want to put it in simple terms, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, their duo was a hell of a lot better than ours of Jason Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown. Now, you know, I think there's a lot more to that, but their two superstars completely outplayed our two superstars. Murray had 35, Jokic had 34, 12, and 9. Tatum, meanwhile, 22, and Brown, 13. But their shooting percentages, too. Look at the shooting percentages of Murray and Jokic compared to Tatum and Brown. So if you want to break it down in its simplest terms, you could say their studs outplayed our studs. Yeah, I think that was that's the simple way to put it. Um, you know, I, th- I think the Celtics had a, a plan to probably just let Jokic be Jokic and, and get his. Um, I think they wanted Jamal Murray to beat them, uh, and I think that happened. He obviously, um, you know, he's but a tough matchup because he of his is. size. Like, like he was abused. Like in the first half when Pritchard was on him, he yeah. was abusing him. And and I, I think what's difficult is he just he plays off of Jokic. Jokic sets him up. I mean, he makes him a better player. They are they are a great combo for that reason. Um, in with the Celtics and and their guys, they're going to have better shooting nights. Um, but I also thought down the stretch. I didn't love some of the decision-making, particularly Tatum. Um, look, I, I know you're trying to win the game. I know you're trying to do things. But that one-on-three that he had in the final minute of the game where he's kind of bobbling the ball and throws the layup up, dude, look back. You got Derek White right there. Yep. Right there, it's an easy layup. You tie the game. Like, he, got, I, you're try, he tried to do too much. He tried to do too uh, much last night. How about Jalen Brown? I thought, it, and with under a minute to go, he had the ball and a chance to, I thought, get to the rim. Yeah. And I think it was because he had just missed, by the way, two free throws, which horrendous. You can't miss Kills two you. free throws in that spot. Um, but uh, maybe he had lost his confidence and he wasn't having a good night to begin with. But, like, he, he kicked it out. Like, he had a chance to take it to the rim, and, and he just kind of turned it down and – yeah, I, did, I didn't like what I saw down the stretch from this team, and it, and it gives me pause for concern. Again, come playoff time, all these games are tough, and they have this type of intensity and this type of atmosphere. And it, I've said it many times, and I feel like a broken record here, but until they prove to me otherwise in the playoffs, on the big stage, in these types of games, I'm not going to be a full believer in them. I believe in their talent. I mean, their roster is super talented, but – do I believe they can win these tough games in these types of atmospheres? Nope, not yet. They got to show you. No, yep. they got to show you. I'm with you. Um, I think their opportunity to do that has increased because of the guys that they have around them. Um, because I think in the postseason, I think we're bound to have a game where Porzingis hits a big shot or he comes up big down the stretch or Drew Holiday comes up big and hits a big shot. Like I think these, I think those guys, if they have to go to them. And it's Drew Holiday taking the last shot of the game. I feel a hell of a lot better with him taking the shot than Marcus Smart. Okay, last year, and right? I agree with you. But yeah. here's my point. So you saw what happened with the game on the line last night, yeah. and I went back and I watched it over and over again. Mm-hmm. They, Joe Mazzulla, they drew up the play for Jason Tatum. Yeah. Watch what the other four guys are doing. 
standing around doing nothing. Doing nothing. So I agree with you that this team has more options, right? If Tatum and Brown can't get their shot off or having a bad night, you've got Porzingis. You, you've got Derek White. You've got, you know, Drew Holiday. The point is, though, if you're drawing it up for Tatum in those big spots and he doesn't come through, you're screwed. I would rather – I would rather Joe Mazzula draw something up where there's multiple options, yeah. where you're moving the ball, where everybody's moving, cutting, picking, back screening, whatever you want to do, and take the best available shot. Yeah, I agree. Do, because I trust these guys one through five, I right? Do too. It doesn't have to just be Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. It can be Derek White. It can be Drew Holiday. It can be Porzingis. And that's what was lacking on that final play. Go back and watch it again. Final two plays, I would say. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, though, like literally everybody is just standing, watching Tatum do one-on-one. And don't think the Nuggets didn't know it. They defended him well, and he had to settle for that fadeaway 15-foot jump shot that came up short. You know, I wonder, Scott, and and Tatum said this in the postgame presser. By the way, I I give him credit. He took accountability. He said, you know what, I rushed it. And what he said was, he may have expected the Nuggets to foul because they had a foul to give. Yep. I wonder if Joe thought that too. I don't know if anybody asked him. I didn't hear anything. But I wonder if they all thought that, and that's why maybe they were standing around. And if that's the case, well, shame on them. They, should, they shouldn't just expect it. They should expect to take the shot and try to tie the game or yeah. win the game. So, I don't know. It wasn't great late game execution. I'm with you. I, I, they got to show it to you. Um, but I will say that was a really, really entertaining basketball game, and I would take seven games of that in an NBA Finals in June. I would love to see it. Yeah. And, and I think the Celtics would hold their own and, and compete well um, because I, I think that they I think they have the horses. I will say one thing. I have been, as we've talked about with the Celtics, I've been a guy that has been pushing for bench help. I think last night shows you that you could use at least one more guy. Yeah. Scott, what did Sam Hauser do for you off the bench last night? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. What did Peyton Pritchard do for you off the bench last night? Zippo, he hurt Nothing. You. Yeah. They need help there. They do. Look at what Peyton Watson gave the Nuggets off the bench. That kid, just a little bit, it wasn't a ton because Jokic and Murray carried the, the workload, but it was just a little bit. There were times where you're like, oh, nice shot. Oh, oh man, that kid just made a great shot. Changed the momentum, gave a little spark. Yep. They could use that. What is Sam Hauser giving you right now? That you couldn't get yeah. in a in a deal for a guy that's like seventh eighth in your rotation that just give you a little some like uh, uh, maybe some I, I don't know I, I don't know any names out there or guys that you could get but just something just a little bit of something they could just use that because the guys they put on the floor when they take their stars off the floor I don't think are getting it done so it's funny you say that because I think early in the season the thought was that. Uh that Brad Stevens might be looking for another big, some depth up front. And then I believe Stevens himself came out and said, no, we're actually looking for another wing. I think he's right. Like a wing player, like a guy that can score, a guy that can give you a little offense off the bench. I think he's right. Um, I'd like to see them add that. The one thing I'll say is I just feel like you have so much depth in this starting five that even if you have a Tatum or Brown on the bench and you got two or three of those other guys out there, you should have the scoring options. You should. You know what I mean? And and the one thing I'll say, too, I doubt this would happen, but I'd hate to see any type of trade upset the apple cart because I will say this. I think this team is really connected. I think this team really yeah. gets along. I don't think there's any massive egos here. 
Uh, Look at that picture they shared on social media. That, that, I love that. Right? That's one yeah, of my Joe, too. and that's me really too. what what leads me to this conclusion too. In, in addition to what I'm watching, that picture on the plane on social media, I love that picture. But which is why you don't need a star. You need a guy to help you on the bench. Like, all right, I'll throw a name out because he's he just got sent to Toronto. A guy that played for the Nuggets and came up big for them in the championship run last year. Call the Raptors and see what it would take to maybe get a Bruce Brown coming off the bench. Right. Why not? Right. That's a guy. That That's an example of a guy that that'll give you a little scoring off the bench, give you a little punch, little spark, experienced guy from the Boston area. Like, why not a guy like that? I, I would be okay with that. I'm, I'm with you now, Scott. I think I've come off the we need another big thing. I mean, I... I wouldn't exactly feel great if they're in the NBA Finals and have to put Luke Cornett on the floor, but yeah, I'm I'm I think I would rather have a wing now than a center because I think the wing will give you the punch that you need off the bench. I think that's what you need. I think yeah. it's less. I think it's less. Uh, I don't want to say defense, but it's just I think the wing could help you a little bit more because right now you're just your your backup guard and your and your backup wing guy. I just don't think you're getting it done for you. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. Look, I, I'm not, I'm not ready to jump off the Newport of Jamestown Bridge after last night's loss. No, right? me neither. I, I, no, I, no, no, I, no, no. All I'm saying is, it was one another one of those games where it's like, okay, you know, this is what you're going to face in the playoffs. Can you get over the hump in a seven game series against good teams, which ultimately you face in the postseason? Yeah. Um, you know, that remains to be seen. Anyway, we start there with the Celtics. If you want to join us, we'll open up the phone lines right now. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. That's 401-777-1037. You can reach us on the text line as well at 37937 and a texter texted in. Didn't they just beat the Timberwolves in overtime? Yeah, they did. No, and that was a good win for them. Yeah, they did, though. This is the defending champions you played last night who yep. have championship experience. They've closed out. They've hoisted the trophy i i think that the timberwolves game was thoroughly entertaining one of the best games of the year probably their best win of the year yep but last night i think i think this is good for them this is this is good and i don't think we're not overreacting texture like it's one game we'll see but i still think this is the sample size for us is when it gets to crunch time in the playoffs against teams that have championship experience do they have the 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 medal to get it done right they haven't shown that right yet. Um, college basketball, um, a lot to talk about there. And, and Brown coach Mike Martin's going to stop by at some point this morning before their big home game today against Cornell. This is a big game if Brown wants to, you know, get into that top four and get into that Ivy tournament because they don't take all eight teams into the postseason tournament, the Ivy League. They take the top four. Uh, but we'll talk to him more about that. Providence, uh, despite their blowout win at DePaul, which they were expected to beat DePaul no matter where the game is, uh, but they've been struggling without Bryce Hopkins. Um, well, I think this game against DePaul, some people were like, yeah, okay, they were supposed to win that game. They blew them out. You know, big deal. I actually do think it was a good thing for them because they haven't seen that that sort of winning feeling and yep. things click like that since Bryce has been off the floor. I think they needed that, and yep. now they're going into – they're in a week's break here. They've got the sort of buy, quote-unquote, before they have to go to Seton Hall. Yep. I think that'll give them, one, the good feeling of here's the good things we did on tape. Two, it gives them a little bit of time, few practices to say, all right, let's take a deep breath. What's working here? How can we go forward the best way? All right. here's. Uh, tell me if you like this analogy because TJ Sorrentine loved it when I gave it to him this okay. morning. All right. And I, it just hit me the other night watching the DePaul game, believe it or not. Yeah. 
Devin Carter, a lot of people question, you know, is he a guy that can play at the next level? And a lot of people believe the answer to that is yes. I'm not saying he's as good as him or will be the next him, but he reminds me a lot of Derek White. He does a lot of things. He does a lot. Like he defends, he's tough, he's he's developed his outside shot this year. Um He's just one of those guys that you can count on, gritty, that you when he's in there, you know you're going to get his best. Like, do you see that, like that analogy? I, 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 I do. He reminds I, me of Derek White. I think at his level right now, I he can take over a game. He took over the DePaul game. I know. Under four and into the second half, he took it over. That's why I looked at it and I said, if you can do that, that tells me you can play at the next level. And defensively, he's, oh, yeah. I mean, it is – and I think the thing that he has improved, and I think which is pushing his stock up with the next level, the three-point shot has improved this year. Yep. He worked on it. It's clear he worked on it. He knew he needed it, and he can rely on it. And that's that's huge for Devin. He, he's doing it all right now. If you haven't had a chance to watch him, watch him because he is playing his tail up. Here's an, an analogy for you. And maybe, the, you know, I don't know where the season's going to go, but I think somebody said this on social media this week, and I said, hmm, interesting. Remember about 10 years ago, there was a Friar team that had a big injury to a guy that was supposed to be a big contributor, and Chris Dunn yep. had shoulder injury, had to have surgery, and the season. So the Friars' depth was sort of tested there. There was a guy named Bryce Cotton who put the team on his back and carried them to a Big East championship, got to the NCAA tournament. It sort of reminds me of, like, can they rally around that sort of thing? Yep. And Devin, the way that he's playing, is sort of putting it on his shoulders like Bryce Cotton did. And that, to me, was like, hmm. One, that's a great compliment, but two, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, Devin's just, he's playing at that, he's playing at that level. Now, the good thing about this Friar team is I think there's room for guys to continue to step forward. There's young guys that can step forward. I think Jaden Pierre's starting to step forward. Uh, I think some of your grad guys are starting to step forward. Um, you know, so if they can continue to sort of figure things out on the fly, you know, I, I think they'll they'll try to get things back on track. So, Rody off to a nice start in A-10 play. Their loss at St. Bonaventure notwithstanding. Uh, they have a real tough one today at 21st-ranked Dayton at noontime. Uh, but you... as, as we kind of talked about, um, I, I think a couple of weeks ago, I, I think David Green's addition has really totally different team. really changed this team. Totally different team. Yeah. They're totally – the swagger's different. The confidence is different. Um, they just sort of got blitzed at Bonaventure. That's a tough trip. You know, Charles Pride was the guy that had 25 points, a former Bryant star. Uh, he sort of blitzed them with a run in the first half and in the second half. Um, so I think they'll, they'll sort of shake it off. Uh, today will be interesting, though, and emotional for Archie Miller. It's his first return trip to Dayton, a program that he brought to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. I think that's overplayed. You Did know. you not read Bill Koch's piece? Yeah, I haven't. No. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was Archie was... It was very classy. It was yeah. like, look, they gave me an opportunity, and so I'll always be grateful. So I'm sure there'll be a nice tip of the cap at some point. Um, but I think the part that maybe you know you're, you're sort of hinting at, Scott, is that he wants to go in there and win. So that's what he cares about. It'll that's be nice. Be tough. Yeah, it, and it'll be tough. But I think it'll be. It, it's just it's. It was really classy, sort of the back and forth here. And um, you know, when you build up a program like that and keep it consistently good, it's there's good memories there. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, and then we got uh, – what was the other thing I wanted to say about Rhode Island? Um, drawing a blank. <laughs> Can't remember. Lost my train no, of thought. I, I, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> – No, there was something else I, I had about Rhodey and I can't – Oh, oh, now I know what it was. What? 
Did you see who the uh, uh, America East Player of the Week was last week for Albany? Oh, I know. Sebastian Thomas. Sebastian, former Rim, Sebastian Thomas. Yeah. And, and I say that not to poke fun at URI. He's playing in a conference at a school that more suits his level, in my opinion. I'm not saying oh, yeah. he couldn't play in the A-10, but he, to me, was a much lower-level A-10 player where he is a very good player in America East. Well, That's my opinion. It's very much, and we talked to Phil Martelli Jr. this week about it. He's like, well, he's, he's a true point guard, and they're letting him play like a true point guard. And it reminds me of, like, Coach Killings at, at Albany went right after him. And basically, I think, sort of drew it up like, no, this is what we're going to do with you, and here's yep. how we're going to highlight your strengths. It sort of reminds me of the urgency to that Shaka Smart had to bring in Tyler Kolick to his program as yep. a true point guard. Yep. And look at where that worked out pretty well. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think Sebastian obviously is, is having a great year and, um, you know, good kid, Hendrickin grad. And, yeah, he's – one of the leading scorers in the conference. It'll be an interesting matchup today with Bryant. Bryant Bulldogs today traveling to Albany, as you mentioned. And this is an interesting little stretch for them because this is a challenging game. They've got Vermont coming up as well Next sat- schedule. Next Saturday is going to be a big ga- uh, day for, oh, oh my God, you know, for college basketball. Yeah, it's going to be – there's obviously a game at the Amp. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, do do and- you think it has as much sizzle as it had earlier? Like, I'm just saying that with Bryce Hopkins injured. Right. With Georgetown really not being great, although they played Xavier down to the wire, lost by a point at Xavier last night. But do you think that game's lost a little sizzle because Georgetown's bad and Providence is struggling without Hopkins? I think it's lost. It's a fair question because I think it's lost just the slightest bit, but it may ramp right back up because – once that comes into focus, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Friar fans are not going to miss their opportunity to boo the heck out of Ed Cooley and let them know how they how they feel about him. Um, I think that part is is not lost. It's just that they might win by 13 instead of the expected 30 points yep. uh, with Bryce Hopkins on the floor. So that might be the slightest bit, the slightest bit, but. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Friar fans are like, what are you talking about? We're going to get after them. I mean, I bring that up just because, like, if the Friars lose to Seton Hall, then they go to 3-5. and five, and I agree. Georgetown at the bottom of the conference just ahead of the Paul. It's like, how much sizzle does it have? But, I know. I agree. But, I, I, I asked the same question, Scott, the same question when they were kind of struggling here the last couple of weeks. I'm like, Ooh, is this losing a little juice? It, Maybe, but it's, it's, it's Ed's return. It's going to ramp back That'll up. give it the juice. It's, yeah, it's yeah. going to ramp back once up. The, once it's game day and those Friar fans are packing the amp, it's going to be lit, guys. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to ramp back Agree. up. Agree. Uh, and a big one uh, for top-ranked UConn tonight. They will take on Villanova down in Philadelphia at 8 o'clock. So, Bill Koch and I talked about this in our podcast, but I, I just have to say I love the Hurley brothers. They are the absolute oh. best. He, so Bobby's la- speech. Oh, my gosh. Great. <laughs> It's just so good. That that was so good. And then Danny last week, uh, he he has a flip out on one of the officials, and he's at the bench, and he's he's at the scorers table, and the face of the there's a gif going around, and I'm laughing my tail off because it is just, oh, those two are just the best. I'm not gonna say what I really want to say. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> my wife does not like watching Danny Hurley in the sideline. She thinks his antics are childish. And I'm like, yeah, but he's a great he's coach. Great. I said, everywhere he's gone, he's built programs up. And, oh, by the way, won the national championship last year at UConn. I said, so you can feel how you want about his sideline antics. Guy can flat out coach. When you look at that gift from last week when he got angry at the official, 
Look at the girl at the scorer's table who I don't know what she's doing. She's, got a head. she's holding back her laughter because he's freaking <laughs> out so much. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. They're the best. Uh, all right, so there's your uh, local college basketball update. Uh, we want to get into, obviously, all the Patriots stuff. Gerard Mayo, Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, off to Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into that when we come back on the other side. Again, if you want to join us, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on Southern New England Sports Original, 1037 WEEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 